Hello, folks. How are you? Welcome to episode 132. It's been a couple weeks since I've uh, got back to do a podcast, and I'm super excited for this one, this up-and-coming talent out of uh, Pennsylvania down in the United States. This guy is absolutely tearing it up. Uh, fight to win, Copa Podio down in Brazil, uh, numerous different local competitions. This guy uh, trained out of Studio 84 under uh, Mr. Jay Regobuto. I always have so much trouble with that goddamn name, but I, I think I did it okay for you again tonight, Jay. But anyway, folks, this episode, uh, again, sponsored by our friends at MaritimeMadness.com. Use the code FLA10, save 10%, get some hot sauce, rubs, whatever you need, and uh, yeah, support local companies. Super important at this time. Let's get right into it, folks. Uh, again, a talented guy. Uh, just 21 years of age. He's 2-0, a fight to win. Uh, went down to Brazil recently and just tore it up at Copa Podio, which is a, a pretty big promotion. You know, I've been following them for a long time. They're very well known in the international circuit. So uh, he's a black belt killer. He's taking them out one by one and uh, coming for them all. So without further ado, Mr. Steve Joachim, how are you, buddy? What's up, man? How are you? Good, good, man. Thanks again for joining us, man. And I know yeah. I say that when black belt killer, I know that's you. You say that like as a, in the most respectful way, but yeah, you're you're doing really well, man. Like uh, you're you're tearing it up. And uh, how have you been, man? I've been good, good. Uh, just just submitted another black belt this past weekend, man. It's it's becoming a hobby. It is. It is becoming <laughs> a hobby. What what man? And I'm a black belt dude. And let me tell you, when I see purple belts like yourself, 21, I'm 40 years old. When I see someone like you come on the mats, I'm like, oh, okay, great. You know, <laughs> like it's going to be a really, really tough role, and I'm probably going to get, you know, it's just a, it's it's a, a different level, man. When you got guys who yeah. are 21 years old and and your size and your athletics, How, you're a former football player, if I'm correct. Yeah, just high school. Yeah, but still in the states, man, high school football. Even here, it's it's big, but in the states, it's a whole different level, man. Yeah, you learn how to get beat out real quick. <laughs> what got you over into combat sports, martial arts? So I had um, a tumor in my left leg that I had to get removed and like radiation and everything. Wow, so cancer. Yeah, so football wow. was totally out, and my buddy Chris Lewis, who's a black belt in PA under Alex Quintella, yeah. dra dragged me to practice. I didn't want to go. I was like, I made excuses. It was like, oh man, it's a 30 minute drive over the bridge. I don't know if I can make that. <laughs> it's ra it's raining today. Like I would make any excuse. He yeah. drugged me there. Man, one practice. I don't think I've missed more than like two or three days since. Wow. That's so, uh, man, You a tumor in your leg. Yeah. It was like that big, all like gelatin. <sighs> Man, what, so did that uh, going through that? Like you're only 21 years old, so that to me, like that must obviously transition a little bit over to the sport too. Like no quit, kind of. Did it did it have that effect on you at all? Or uh, no, or I I kind of just went with the flow with it. Like I just showed up to radiation. Like same thing with like going to practice. Like you don't want to do it sometimes. Just yeah. you got it. Just keep doing it. Yeah, it well, it did mess up my uh, left leg, so it doesn't bend past like 90 degrees. Oh wow! Jeez. So I I kind of use it like a frame. Like <laughs> when people try and smash me, I just put my leg there and it doesn't move. It's great. That is that is a real good frame, actually. <laughs> That's interesting. Does does that uh, uh, help you in competition? Uh, I mean, Can I've you? never I've never been able to like. It's been a part of my jujitsu since day one, so I don't know what it would be like without it. But yeah. definitely, there's definitely some things I can't do on that side. But there's other stuff I can do with it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like sweeps, butterfly sweeps. It's like a spring. It just mm -hmm. launches people. So what was uh, 
like obviously you fought in fight to win a couple of times, um, mm. which everybody knows that when it comes to fight to win, they put on incredible shows. They do a fantastic yeah. job. They got a really great commentator there. Uh, oh, dude, he's so smart and handsome. <laughs> yeah, very handsome. Great guy. Great guy. Great accents, you know. Yeah. Um, but what was it like going down in Copa Podio? Am I correct? That was in Brazil, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was uh, Florinopolis in Brazil. It was my first time out of the States. It was like that was like a month ago. Not even. Yeah. Dude, I, every day has been going by so quick because I compete every single weekend right now. Like yeah. we're about to do American Nationals in the next week or so. So I'm flying out to Dallas. But Copa Podio was definitely cool. I had to cut a lot of weight. I cut like 15 pounds the day before. So that was it was rough, but once I got there, man, I love jujitsu. I love to compete, so it was just a really cool experience. There wasn't like a crowd or anything. No, no. But, Did you go alone? Uh, no, I went with the owner of Studio Eighty Four, Guy Mion. So he's been to Brazil millions of times. He spent. He think he has a house in Manaus. Nice. That was a big help then. You know, oh yeah. I like to have someone tell me what to do, and I just show up and compete. That well, man. That's like going back to guys like Jay and stuff. You know, it's such an important thing. People that know the sport, they have the connections. You know, when they walk in a room, people know who they are. You yeah. know, that, that's a big thing. And and I know you like you've been training. The thing, the beauty, the the beautiful thing, the beautiful thing about you is you're eating it right up. But also, you're training. You've been training at a high level from the get go. Mm-hmm which is a scary thing, man. Like, you know, you're training with Gordon and all those guys right from the get go too. you guys go. Yeah. The, like, you're such a tight squad. When we used to do these shows, we would have Ethan and Taz and all, Nikki came up and competed yeah. one time. Love those guys. Yeah. To blast and stuff. And, but like that whole Northeast corner, man, is, is disgusting in talent. You throw a rock and you hit a world champ. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And we, we just got like seven more from pans this weekend. Like, multiple training partners of my mine i see them like once or twice a week at least one gold silver like yeah. we all have, northeast is killing it right now yeah it really is and it's it's so we our mma promotion we can't do shit we just did a grappling event because grappling is outside the commission they don't look after anything so mm-hmm. grappling we we're able to pull it off and we'll probably have to do another grappling until mma comes back but it's crazy down in the states you guys are just going forward as normal like not like it's yeah. like everything is moving forward no, they tell us to stop. We're like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, we, we don't care. Like, they're trying. Like, they f- shut down Fight to Win recently. Did they? Now, yeah, like, in the last week or so. So like fight permanently? Wins. Just uh, in Philly. So, oh, okay. like, they, they booted them out of Philly. So, they're going to Florida, I think. Yeah. But, which Where sucks. Anything goes, man. Go I, was to trying, <laughs> I was trying to get that belt. Those belts look cool. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to get one. I don't think (laughs) that's coming, I'm sure. Like, so what do you compete? You're open to competing at any kind of weight, I'm sure. Yeah, man, any weight, any time. I just like to do it. Like, uh, 193 was probably the lightest I've ever been since, like, eighth grade. But I'm fine with anything. Like, uh, I'm, like, 210 right now, and I'm doing the ultra heavyweight at uh, American Nationals. Badass. So, you, man. Big guys usually suck at jujitsu. Yeah, well, they're slower, man. It's yeah, not like a lot of times for sure. And I'm not saying I'm not saying um, like because I, I get smashed by big guys all the time. Yeah, so, you it's know. horrible. It's hor- but like going with guys like Gordon, Nikki, like Ethan, especially they know how to actually pass guard. Like I have a very good guard for like the local area. Like local black belts don't really have anything for it. But then you go mm-hmm. with those guys. They're literally mm-hmm. just floating over you, like they're yeah. levi- they're levitating and just passing. 
He, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Ethan even like touches the ground sometimes. Like he just puts his two arms down, and because his hands are so long, he just like jumps from the side. Well, dude, to he has like bat wings on his lap, Fuck. so he just he just flaps those things. Yes, man. Where where are they now? Did they all move now? Like uh, Gordon sold his house. What? I know those guys went down to Puerto Rico, and uh, that's going to be a semi permanent thing. I don't know how long they're staying. That makes I know sense. a couple other guys are going to head down there too. Yeah, that's a well, hey man, it's nice down there. Good for them. Yeah, man. Yeah. I get to hold down the fort down here for everybody until <laughs> they get back. So you're you're uh we'll we'll get back to them in a sec. Your your family, your dad also is a jujitsu guy too. He's a purple belt, if I'm correct. Yeah, he's getting he's a Gracie Baja guy, so they tell him when they get promoted, but he's getting his brown belt in like a week or two. Wow, they tell them when they get promoted? Yeah, he told he texted me one day and he's like, "Yo, I'm getting my brown belt December 5th. I'm like, "How do you know?" Like, yeah, that's look at his crystal ball. Yeah, well, I think well, it's because they have man. like schedules, like they check off boxes and stuff. I don't know. I think ah, uh, that's think right, weird. That's right, too. That's like, yeah, it's a totally different whole process. Yeah. I want um, a surprise. No, that's I like the surprise, and you, you know, I'm kind of, and I'm, I shouldn't say I'm disappointed. I just got my black belt maybe like three three months ago maybe i don't know when no, congrats but, man thank you man um but i was waiting for the the slap you know the belt slap but i didn't get it we didn't do it this time it was more like a club grading which was awesome it was really mm -hmm. cool and a great experience just to be there with my teammates and people to get graded but we used to do the slap and it's weird how things have kind of changed now no one no one does it anymore up here yeah. it seems i don't know <laughs> It's funny you say, I literally told Jay I'm like, when I was a blue belt, I'm like, listen, man, when you give me my purple belt, do not hit me. <laughs> do not hit me. Like, I just yeah, don't want to get whacked. turn around and smash you, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, he's old, but he would probably still choke the shit out of me. Dude, he's such a great guy. It's like these ambassadors for the sport. Like, that's, to me, that's what it's about. Like, you know, you see how far people like Gordon have came. Mm -hmm. Not hearing you. You hear me? There you go. How's that? Yeah, yeah that's Sorry good. About that, folks. Um, so yeah, so you talk about Gordon and like Gordon competed on a show or not? He came with the blast on a show I did in Toronto in like 2016. He came. He was like 17 years old, and and now you see how far the sports evolved. And that's exactly like you. Like you're you're. You can take that exact path, and it's incredible yeah. to see like a guy who can go and just grapple and make hundreds of thousand dollars a year. It's badass. Yeah. That's what it's my, about. I finally convinced my uh, family to just let me do this. So it took a while. Definitely. A well, here, like here, I am a guy in Nova Scotia, Canada, interviewing you. You yeah, know, and like stuff like that. Like, and not that I'm anybody by any means, but it's like it's cool because people are noticing, right? Like you're you're going, you're doing different things, you're surrounding yourself with the right people, you have a great attitude, which mm -hmm. is the key, man. So you know, there's nothing to fault that for sure. Um, yeah. So going to mentors and people like Jay, like, is there anybody you know, um, like you were saying, you went down to Brazil with the owner of Studio Eighty Four? Like, mm -hmm. who, who are people that that have got you to this point in your career so far? And and uh, yeah. I mean, all of my training partners definitely make it so much easier, but no one no one goes up to Jay. Jay's Jay's the head honcho, he's the Don Juan. Like, man, I just I, I say it to everybody, like people who wanna get good at jujitsu around here and they're not driving up to New York all the time, just talk to Jay, give him everything you got and he'll get you somewhere. Like I showed up to uh his gym 
uh, South Jersey jiu-jitsu when he was teaching yeah. the 6AMs there. I think he's, he still does them. But I heard about this big blue belt, Nicky Rod, who did something cool at uh, ADCC Trials. I was a big blue belt. I'm like, ah, screw yeah. this guy. I'm going to make a name. <laughs> nice. I get launched, launched around the mat badly, like horrible. But I had no wrestling because I was at one of those gyms that doesn't stand. Uh, so mm. right after that, I looked Good at Jay move. and I'm like, I looked at Jay and I said, man, I don't care what you need me to do. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. I haven't looked back. Nice. Smart. That's it, man. That's what it takes. Like, you know, it's, and again, I'm nobody and I'm certainly not a world champion, but like you, you see all these world champions, like Michael Jordan, all he just kept mm. shooting, taking shot after a yeah. hundred, you know, you, it's just how it is. Hard work showing up, you know, like, yeah, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but a lot of the times when I train and I don't want to train, there's something, you know, the old cliche, some of your best training sessions you get out of it, right? You feel so yeah. good because you pushed yourself through that shitty, whatever it is, hour. Yeah, I think I drive a lot, like, up to New York. Like, my shortest drive to practice is, like, an hour. Like, I kind of bounce around to Blasses, Henzo's, then Studio 84. And where are you? Like, where do you live exactly? Oh, uh, West Deptford, New Jersey. <laughs> 17 now. Um, I live uh, West Deptford, New Jersey, so it's, like, South Jersey, but barely. Okay. And I'm kind of, like, an hour away from everything worth going to. Nah. But well, man, I curse about the entire drive every time to practice. I'm so <laughs> mad I have to go. And then I get there and I have a great time and I come back. I'm so calm on the drive back. Yeah. Makes Especially if they have a shower. Fun. If they have a shower, it makes the day way better. How's it going now? Like, is the, is everything running kind of full? Like, or is things shut down a little bit? Or, or is everybody doing a little bit different? Like, here we have bubbles, I guess. Mm -hmm. well, we're pretty safe man, here, I guess. I'm doing the same thing that we've been doing. I took uh, maybe two months off right when COVID hit because there was just nothing to do. Yeah, I had mats in my house, so I'd literally just be inviting my friends over to train. Nice. But after after that, man, we've been going strong. So the clubs are open, eh? There's no. Yeah, they're talking about uh, shutting things down again, but we got some contingency plans. We're not not going to train. Well, the, man, it's a very hard thing. Like professional athletes or people who are trying to be like. It's like the way I look at it here, it's like the longer this goes on, the longer our scene struggles. Like people are just going to retire. Some people are going to just stop, lose interest. Like myself yeah. as a promoter, I'm ready to just like hang it up some days. Like it's just like, Jesus, I just don't care anymore. At yeah. the time. It's like, you do everything right. And then they're just like, hey, stop. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no right? sense. Yeah. No, I can make money doing something else instead of yeah. growing the scene. You know, <laughs> yeah, I got nothing else for me, man. There's nothing else I can do. Yeah. So, what uh, is grappling industries still tearing it up? In, yeah, I did one. I did one yesterday. Like I, I just competed yesterday at it. Uh, David, he's yeah. a Canadian boy. That guy, guy who owns that, David Aguzzi. Is he? Yeah. I haven't talked to him. Uh, I like all the guys that are there. Oh, I know good. most of the Great job. local refs. They're awesome. Awesome people. Yeah, he's uh, really he's, like. Sorry, go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. No, I was just saying they're all cool guys. Yeah, he, he's done, I think, I don't know how many countries he's in. He's in a shit ton of countries. Well, he was. He's in, like, Europe and Australia and Canada. US. Yeah, they're balling. Yeah, he is. And But I think yeah. now that the IBJJF allows heel hooks. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. I might, I I might win a title or two. 
Oh man, like that's it's just going to change everything. Everybody's because like IBJJF, whether you say it or not, like they're the they're here when it comes to like mm -hmm. like uh, like non sub only events, I guess, in tournaments. Yeah. So and once they add that in, and man, if they started doing like sub only stuff, I like it. I'd be in there so quick. Yeah, yeah, it would be funny. interesting. It's funny you say that. I was literally talking to Tom DeBlas on Instagram like 20 minutes ago about American Nationals. And nice. like I'm I'm tearing it up at all these like sub only events. That's what I like. Like I don't I don't like points. I yeah. kind of like to do what I do in the gym and just go for a submission. Mm -hmm. But we were talking about it like there's only two things worth winning. That's IBJJF World Championships and then ADCC. Like it's the only things that'll make you yeah. a name in the sport. Yeah. For seminars and instructionals yeah. and all that kind of stuff for sure. Yeah. American Nationals, they kind of did have a name. At one point, it seemed, and yeah. even like, but it seems like it's really kind of died off a little bit. But ADCC with Mo Jassim and and DeBlas and Seth and all that crew, like they're just killing it. And Dude, it was amazing last yeah. year. I mean, not last awesome. year, whenever it was. Uh, I yeah. can't even remember. I don't even next know. Next time it ADCC, it's going to be like the next ADCC is going to be like twenty twenty seven at this point. But you know what I think? Like I'd be. I'm shocked that Mo and the because they're pretty on the ball and like ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. I'm shocked shocked that they kind of haven't thought about like doing something like well like the UFC like a fight island kind kind of mm -hmm. thing like and bring just bringing everybody there because it's not like money yeah. like money's not as big as the UFC but it's they're mm -hmm. I think like they're pretty well off I but I don't really know but I would think they could do that and, and it might mm -hmm. but it's just like the payoff in grappling sometimes is just so. Like it's hard to sell stuff for sure. Yeah, man. I think it's more the trials out of the problem, like getting these guys, like it's the refs is what uh, a lot of people are telling me. Their refs are very particular. Like no one can do the rule set. Like they're actual refs that are trained just for ADCC. Interesting. And if, they can't, if they can't get to trials, they're not doing it. They don't want anything going wrong. They don't want any controversy. They're the best refs in the game, man. Yeah. That's a great rule set. We just mm -hmm. kind of followed that rule set uh, in our last event. It was a, but it was it was sub only for the first seven minutes, mm. and then overtime points for three minutes, and then it, yeah, it, I kind of like that better. I, yeah, I don't, like, I don't want more time. No, well, the thing is, like, we always argued because, like, I I, I hate a butt scooter. Like, I to me as a promoter, it's like the most yeah. boring shit ever. Like, like mm. right away if you sit down, like at least we have a rule, like you have to at least have grips and, and like mm. making a an action before you can pull right and it makes mm -hmm. it a little bit more legit but uh i love the wrestling the wrestling is just so much more exciting yeah it's what hard like i didn't wrestle at all like so i'm really playing catch up with these guys but mm -hmm. i'm training with guys like nick rodriguez and stuff like that so when i do go out and wrestle it's not it's not anything i'm worried about but yeah. uh it's so like there's so many people that don't know leg attacks even on the east coast like, and if they know them, they know barely anything. Yeah. So, man, when I sit, usually I get a submission within the next minute. So I kind of like sitting down. Sure, yeah. Well, it's yeah. smart game plan, right? Like, and if it's allowed yeah. in the rule set, hey, man. Like, the thing is, a yeah. tournament's different than, than like, a, the, what, again, and I'm talking, like, as a greedy promoter, like, I want action, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, fuck, who am I to say? Like, the guy who's fighting, he's like, screw you, man. I'm fighting. I'm going to do what the hell I want. So, yeah. he, you know, and, and, and you got 100% respect and. and I get that. 
Um, so yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's interesting, man, how people still at this point, like I can tell, like as soon as I roll with someone who doesn't know lag locks and by no means am I amazing at them, I'm, I'm pretty good at them. But like when it comes to the world stage, I'm, I'm really shitty, but it's amazing when you roll with somebody who knows nothing about them. It, like, it adds like, something, man. Yeah, it's it's literally like you got like your Uno reverse card right here, and you're just waiting to throw it down for when yeah, the game gets tight. Uh, exactly. Like, there's yeah. so many positions where I'm just like, what? Like, it's there's so many attacks you can do, and I don't know. Like, but then of course, you know, fundamentals, you know, aren't my strong point. Like when it comes to like, I'll let someone pass again. Going back to sub mm -hmm. only, I'll just let you pass my guard because yeah, I'm I don't care. <laughs> yeah if there's no points i'm just gonna rest here yeah for a sec. you can't do anything yeah i've, I've kind of had to kick that habit what's uh wrestling with nicky rod what's he doing is he modeling calvin klein now or i haven't seen him around lately is he... He, he's been around uh training man that's it he's got a big price tag and uh, right now with covid people aren't willing to pay it yeah well he's just like, he, he's killing it yeah he he wants a. Uh, last time he told me he's like, if they're not paying ten grand, I'm not showing up. Dude, that's not unheard of in this game. Like when I, that's yeah. kind of why I got out of the game. Our last event was uh, like our last like big jujitsu event, like where we were trying to kind of compete with like all those guys, like the on the, like mm -hmm. fight to wins and and but that was before Kasai. It was like Polaris fight to win and and really us. I would have to say. Like mm -hmm. they were doing like big, big shows and we had like Diego Sanchez come in and that's Wacker came up and fought against him. Mike Wacker, a New York guy. Yeah. And uh, like Ethan was there, fought Nathan Orchard. And I, I saw that match. That was yeah. Match. And Bradley Hill versus Tazza was another. But so we, we weren't like, anyway, we, as we were starting our next show was like, okay, who are we going to get? And, and I asked uh, Felipe and it was like 15. And I think all those guys now are like, and hey man. It's there's people paying them that. That's the crazy thing. So yeah. hey, if, if they're paying them, good for them. Like, listen, man. If if Nikki doesn't want to do it, you got the CVS brand black belt slayer over here. I'll do it for cheap. I'll do it real cheap. <laughs> the black, the CVS brand. Yeah, he told me I need to give him ten percent on it. But there you go. I like that you guys start a tag team. Yeah, bro, we're we're nasty together. He breaks people. He just drops them on their heads, and I try and leg lock them. Yeah, fuck, man, that's just that's a disgusting team right there. Did yeah, did man. you see? We did an event before Chael did it. Actually, I'm taking credit. Uh, we we called it Tap or Tag. I don't know mm -hmm. if you ever saw. We did. We put it. We put it out, but it didn't get a lot of. Um, we, it was really kind of a small thing, but it was it was like tag teams, but in, on the mats, and so they could tag mm -hmm. in and out at any time. Mm -hmm. It was bananas, man. I'll send you some of the footage after. Oh man, yeah, you guys, you dude, really. I would love to do a match that. like that. Oh, I want to so do team fun. stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. quintets and stuff like that, tag teams. They look so cool. And then as, yeah. if I get tired, I can just hang out. Like I feel like I can go with anybody while I'm, I got some energy in me, but as soon as I get tired. Yeah. It's a, it's a, hard, I, it's a hard thing. Once you get tired, that's not a very – it's uh, anxiety kicks in, man. It's, that's yeah. what it's like becoming – like doing what you're doing is the right thing, just getting as much time as you – competing as much as you can and, and with high-level people. And that's mm. like – you know, I, I don't compete a ton. I didn't compete enough. Um, I've competed probably, I don't know, uh, probably five or 10 times or whatever, but I like, that's it, you know? So yeah. I haven't competed a shit ton. I, I'd like to compete more, but uh, it's, mm -hmm. it's an amazing thing when you can get somebody who's really confident and go out there and just do what they do, man. Tired or not. 
Yeah, man, you, you do it enough and you just don't feel anything. This past weekend, I actually was a little bit nervous because uh, the guy I had first round is a black belt that I've trained with plenty of times. And, dude, when I first started going with Jay, which was like a year and a half ago, this guy abused me, like, badly. Like, subbed me, like, five, six times around. And oh, then no. I didn't see him for maybe, like, eight, nine months, and we did a training session. And I caught him, and I was like, oh. I was working with guys like Gordon, Ethan. Like, it just, you have to get to a higher level just to There's even go around. Man. Yeah. So, went out there. Dude, everything went my way. Took his back, submitted him. And it was just like, I was nervous right before. Like, I was like talking to Jay. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I probably can't do that to him. He's just like, listen, shut up and do it. I'm like, all right, fine. We'll see what happens. And man, just Jay, Jay knows. Like, every time I've not listened to him, I've lost. Yeah. The power of a coach, man. Like, having yeah. someone who believes in you and, and knows exactly what you're capable of. He's sitting there watching you every day. Mm. He knows what you're capable of, man. And that's the thing. Like, when you can take that, and actually perform, and a coach is such a powerful thing. You know, I, I love my coach too. Like, I'm just not the, a great competitor, man. And, and it's an amazing thing when uh, for a coach when they can see that somebody listen and, and do well. And, but Nick, you know, uh, Jay's proven, you know, so not much more to, I guess, believe than a proven coach, right? Yeah. I, I'm as Nick's not really around as much. So I took the spot as his prized guy. Like I'm number one now. <laughs> I took it away. I took it away from Nick officially. He hangs, comes in like once a week, and I just let him know. Like I'm the favorite now. <laughs> nice. But I love his it. little You're brother, his little brother's me. coming up. Like Jay Rodriguez just started training with us uh, six weeks ago, oh, and man. he's trying to take my spot now. <laughs> and he <laughs> might do like? it. He's a monster. He, he's he, he's smaller than Nicky, and but dude, his wrestling. If you see them move, they both move exactly. It's annoying. They move exactly the same. They're little feints before they shoot the sweep single. He, he shoots it on me every day. And I just get flashes to his brother dropping me on his head. And yeah. <laughs> How old is he? Just turned 18. Just graduated high school. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. And then we got another kid. I told him I wouldn't shout him out because I hate him. But Justin Pack, probably he's like 145, just turned 18, too. He's probably the toughest kid I've ever met in my life. Really? Like, we, we abuse him. Like, we're not nice at all. Like, we'll slap Getting bump ready. with each other, and, and then we see him, and we literally try and murder him. But he gives it right back, man. He's, he's going to be a name that's going to be popping up soon, for well, sure. When, and that's the thing. Like, you guys are all just getting so good. And everyone's yeah. getting younger and better and bigger and stronger. And it's mm. just amazing, man, for the sport. I think it's incredible. Hopefully we can get you guys on a on a quintet team or something up there. There's lots of it seems like there's a lot of events, but I always think like New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, but it's actually quite a distance. But mm -hmm. you know, I'm always like, oh, there's lots in. Uh, I always see them in New York. There's, there's lots of yeah. quintet or like team events going on, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Hopefully, I'd love to see you guys all on there, man. All you young bucks. Yeah, and then we'll bring Nikki Rod to just hold the anchor down like just yeah. in case we all lose we'll like, like, pop in. <laughs> yeah he's still but, on the team when did he compete last i don't even know dude it might have been fight to win like uh right after adcc the last time uh might have been the kasai where he beat all those guys like abused uh vinnie magalesh uh kyle bohm cyborg like just abused them was that fight to win no that was kasai yeah, that was the last uh, time I remember. That's the last thing I remember him doing. 
he comes man, from he like, hasn't stopped. He hasn't stopped training, man. Like he's getting way better than everyone can even imagine. Like it's ridiculous. He just does he he trains in Henzo's, all right? Yeah, so I go yeah. up to Henzo's pretty frequently and then he comes down to Studio 84 once a week or so just to get some rounds in with everybody cuz we got good rounds at Studio 84. Yeah. Like once that once New York, once they all have their mass exodus, man, Studio 84 is going to be the spot. Well, you know, I don't know when they're leaving, but I'm sure it's not going to be too too long, you know, I know. They're, yeah, it they're... might be it might be sooner than you think, man. Like it's it's quick. Yeah. Like yeah. they already got their plane, their plane tickets in their hands, ready to go. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. Like this whole this whole COVID shit is bananas. I don't know what to think. We're no so again. We're we're like, I guess classified as one of the safest places in the world right now. But mm -hmm. we have a we had eleven cases today. We have like forty cases total or something. That's so, it. Yeah, that's it, man. But if you come here, you have. Fourteen for two weeks. Yeah, you have that in like your apartment building. Or, uh, yeah, dude, my, there's fourteen cases downstairs in my house, man. <laughs> Covid's everywhere in Jersey. <laughs> fourteen cases in my house. That's hilarious. That's why. That's why we're good at jujitsu down here. We just catch COVID and fight through it. Well, man, I can't tell you how many people I've seen that have caught it, and I'm not by any means joking about the severity. I don't fucking know the truth. I don't know what's real. I don't. I don't have any idea. But mm -hmm. I do know one thing. I've seen a lot of people get it and recover pretty quickly and now they're continuing yeah. on with their life and it's just like wait a minute my business is shut down yet people can go to and from another country and come back here like they can leave here and go and fight somewhere else and come back but i can't i did in brazil like i just yeah. headed out there came right back in canada it happened. man there's tons of guys going to fight in the states or whatever and they come back take a test negative boom back to life but no yeah. you can't run your business there's not even a test when you come back from Brazil. You just say, see you later, and you're good. Yeah, that's America, though, man. Yeah. You guys do not fucking fuck around down there. It is a different... No. Nope. You want to put... You put up my... Put it, we're putting a toll here. Ha! I bet you are. Not a walk, walk around the toll. <laughs> that's it, I'd man. Li I'd lie if I say I haven't done it. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't have five on me today. Man... You know, I got to say, I spent a lot of time in New York City and the Northeast. I, I've never been to Philly in my life mm -hmm. um, or or Pittsburgh, any of the big cities in, in Pennsylvania. But um, like the, the city of New York, man, like I've, I've trained quite a few times at Marcelo's. Well, not quite a few times, probably three or four times at Marcelo's when I've mm -hmm. been there, but never Henzo's. Um, and it's just something about the city and, and at Christmas time. I'm very jealous that you get to go there right now. And uh, dude, it's disgusting. Don't lie to me. I don't like York so much. I oh. go to. I put my car in the parking garage and I go right to practice and I leave. Man, there's 20 homeless people right on the side of the road. <laughs> trash everywhere. This guy yeah. was throwing up almost on my shoes. I was wearing nice new Crocs, and he almost just ruined them for me. Yeah, I don't like the city at all. I'm a <laughs> suburbs boy. Well, that's it. It's different, I guess, if you're there all the time, right? But for for small yeah. town guys like me, you know, like I grew up in a town of uh, like three thousand people or something. Like our, our our in Halifax here, our biggest city is like three hundred thousand people or something. So that's like we're I, I've traveled my whole life and in, in quite mm -hmm. a bit. But New York, man, there's something about it. Gives Dude, gives it, me the feels. Before I started like going there all the time, all my trips were me freaking out. I'm in New York. I'm in New York. And then I started going like, oh, I got to go to New York. Like, I don't even want to go tomorrow, to be honest. But the <laughs> rounds are so good, you can't not go. So who will be there tomorrow? Um, 
I'm not sure who's left yet. Uh, Ethan's not going to be. I think he's with Gordon. Like they're already in Puerto Rico. Oh, they're already gone. Okay. Yeah, they've been posting and posting. Um, Nikki will probably be there. Craig, Taza, uh, Frank. I think Frank's still around. Uh, Frank Rosenthal. I know he's still around. I don't know what he's doing. I haven't seen him in like two weeks. Yeah. Okay. But he's a savage. Like just ridiculously yeah. good. He is. Um, yeah. What's the other guy? He came. Uh, Frank came up here one, a couple times and competed. And I don't know. Uh, Vinny. Vinny was a buddy that came. Oh here. yeah, Vinny. Vinny's a monster. I, I haven't yeah. seen him either. Uh, Gary might be there tomorrow too, but he's he's hanging around. He's getting ready for an MMA fight and one yeah. championship. So he's he's got gloves on. He's doing like specific rounds with specific people. Yeah. But well, honestly, man. they're killers. Yeah, it's an incredible room. I'd love to get down there sometime. I never have, and I'd love to go down and get my licks. I, I told Jay someday I got to get down there. I really do, and I got to come down and, and meet him face to face. And there's so many, even like Josh Palmer, and like mm. people that I've, that I've known for many years in the sport that I've never met. Right, so yeah, I gotta come down and get my ass kicked by 21 year old, probably be 22 year old brown belt by then. But <laughs> who knows? But um, any awesome. advice for for you know, like again, for me, I'm I'm 40, but it's it's amazing when I see someone who's young and focused and and driven and knows what he wants and he's going to get it. Um, especially during a time like this where there's a lot of up in there and no one really knows what's going on. How, advice for anybody young? How, how do they get to that same mental attitude and direction? I guess. Man, you just gotta, you just gotta be ready, be to, ready do to do the work. the work. You definitely have to focus more on. Uh live training and positional rounds more than drilling. I think if you want to get good quick, you can't just be drilling the same arm bar a hundred times. Yeah. Like I drill maybe like once a week at this point, like the rest is just all live. Like just go and we start in a specific position and then you just go like you, yeah. you show the technique, you do it two or three times and then you, you just go live with some of the best guys in the world, find the best guys around. Definitely don't, don't not cross train. A lot of gyms don't like like when you cross train with other gyms, man. But yeah. you can't get better with the same looks. That's a bad attitude, for sure. Yeah. It's an old. I've school. had coaches like that. Yeah. Well, I think like it's it's super important. Like that's the way you're going to get better, and that's great advice, man. Yeah. And like that positional sparring and live sparring and like live rounds. That's that's we do a lot of that too. Like drilling, we do a lot of drilling. I don't. I don't think I put the gi on like once a month. Maybe <laughs> I like it. I like that. Like I hate. He doesn't it. work. I hate it. I re I vocalize that a lot. Like I hate it. But I, I I have to get better because I never do it. And then I'll go yeah. and train with guys like you who are like a like here like say he's like a twenty year old guy or whatever, and he just beats the shit out of me because he's got the grips and and I can't I can't get away from him because he's I, I like a I like the nogi where I can kind of slip in and out and kind of be yeah. a little bit quicker right but it doesn't work in the gi for me so i'll tell you everyone's been asking like a lot of people have been asking for like keys to like beat my guard not me specifically but just my guard and i tell them every time just put a gi on me man you'll pass in like three seconds <laughs> what was that submission you got uh, at fight to win what was that oh so i play a lot of that butterfly half guard yeah and when guys are and usually i use it to get under them on legs but so what I do is I have this, my right leg kind of like flared out and I take my foot out of butterfly and put it on their far hip. And you know how, like when they have that people weave their arm in. Yeah. Dude, I just, I kind of set up a mirror lock and he left his arm hanging. So 
I felt a straight arm bar right there and just cranked it as hard as I could. You tap quick. <laughs> Dude, that's, it popped. Like, it was, like, dislocated. Like, it popped all the way. Oh, really? Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> he handled it well, though. He didn't seem to freak out or anything. For the... Yeah, he's an MMA guy. They're fine with it. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's a big dude. Good for you, man. Dude, he had 60 pounds on me. Jesus. Man. Hefty guy, hefty guy. Couldn't get yeah. under him. Like, I, I tried to reach under, and his uh, he punched, like, literally, like, face palm me like we were doing combat jiu-jitsu. Oh, really? Yeah, we're not, Any yeah, we're not doing that again. I'd do combat jiu-jitsu for sure. I no, practice on Justin no, no, no. Peck. Now, um, I definitely want to be the best grappler in the world first, so that might take a while. Yeah, but sure. uh, with Gordon and Nikki, man, there's not really a need anymore. With guys like that actually making like a path for jujitsu guys, yeah, like I would do, I would do it just because amateur MMA around PA is horrible. Like their jujitsu is god awful, and they can't even punch me on the face in the ground. So I might, I might pull up. Yeah, that's the rules here. If you're an amateur here, under three fights, you can't punch on the ground. Yeah, I'm so, fine with that. I'll only do three fights. Yeah, to, to me, it's great. Like for promoting and building jujitsu, to me, I think it's fantastic, right? And it yeah. gets you, like, if you don't know what you're doing, you know, it kind of saves you from getting your head blasted when you're sitting there and a the guy's on mount and knows what he's doing with jujitsu and you don't. Mm -hmm. You're like a fucking guy, I have no idea. Like the emails we get, man, of people who want to fight, and I'm just like, where they say some ridiculous stuff man they just go they're like i've been uh bar fighting my whole life like, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand it I, man i get them who are like people who are like i've been fighting my i fight in the woods by myself i train with trees like just that's Bro. it in trees and like i'm ready for my pro debut and it's just like what like i'm a black belt and i am still like what i don't want to do that what makes you think <laughs> you're fucking hitting a tree that you like Anyway, man, it takes all kinds in this world. I know that if we were all the same, it'd be boring. So, uh, yeah, man, I need more than trees to get ready for a fight. <laughs> yeah. Well, where can everybody find you on social media and uh, coming up uh, your next match? Where can they tune in? Yeah, guys, follow me on uh, Instagram at Steve J underscore BJJ. Um, next tournament, man, we're probably going to do every single thing that pops up. I've been doing the last eight weeks every single weekend. So just go on my Instagram, stay tuned. I keep everybody posted with everything I'm doing. And All right. just get ready for more subs. There you go. Mic drop, folks. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, man. That Hopefully this isn't the last time. I'm sure we'll get to chat with you and bring you on again. Uh, and uh, it was a pleasure chatting with you. I love following you, man. So keep doing your thing and, and keep tearing up the scene. And uh, very proud of you up here in Nova Scotia, Canada, man. My man, thank you for the support and thank you for having me. Of course, anything we can do, uh, be in touch, man. Good luck this weekend, yes, and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you, you Be safe, brother. Bye. All right, man. There you have it, folks. Steve Joachim. Awesome. Great guy. Thanks for joining us, Steve. Uh, I don't. I didn't mean to yell your name at the end. I was excited. I'm sorry. It's been a first podcast in quite a while. Um, so, yeah, episode 132 in the books. Now, before I go, I would like to address something. Um, last night, I received uh, a message uh, calling me a racial slur. Now, this is the first time in my life I've ever been called a racial slur. And from people at home, they may be like, you're 
being dramatic or whatever, and I'm not, because it kind of made me realize a two a two things, a what it feels like to be called a racial slur, and how the person would feel, and b how ignorant people can become in this time um, of what's going on with COVID and uh, no one kind of knows what's going on. People are losing their jobs and money and blah, 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 and taking it out on other people, uh, which is understandable. And that's part of life. Um, anyway, long story short, I want to say with that, uh, out of 25 events, I've never been called anything more disgusting. Um, I've never been called, uh, all of our events have always been fair, equal, and uh, try to promote uh, equal equality among gender, uh, color, race, whatever it happens to be. Um, so um, I take a lot of pride in that, and uh, it affected me quite badly today on how I reacted to the situation. But um, use this time, you know, we're all in this together. So be nice, be kind, and don't be a dick, um, you know. And uh, our company will always do things the right way, and we have and will always continue to do so. So, um, you know, just be good to one another out there, folks, and uh, spread love, not hate. All right. We will see you soon. We're out.